when you've got a structure, the team knows that they can bring their questions to the table or anything to the table without even having to ask. Having that structure gives you more organisation, means it's more repeatable, it's more processed, it's more systemized. all the good stuff that we want in our business. My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for coaches, course creators, and experts who want to grow their influence, income, and impact to take their coaching business to a million dollars and beyond. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life inside and out create the influence, income and impact you need to build your business so you can create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, joined by my lovely co-host that joins me every Thursday, Tim Hyde. How are you today, Tim? I am doing great. Thanks, Sam. How are you? I'm doing very well. That's good. Last Thursday, we talked about empowering teams. This week, we're going to take that in the same vein, but in a little bit different. We're going to talk about how to run a team meeting or running team meetings. I have actually had my whole team listen to last week's episode. <laughs> have you? <laughs> and they're, all, they're all having a bit of a, they're having a bit of a laugh. I'm saying, do you really do that? <laughs> oh, please no. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> having a bit of a joke look it's got to have fun with it and stuff like that as well but team meetings particularly I guess is one of those things that we can't avoid in business at some point you will have a team meeting with somebody right and it may be just you and your VA it may be you and your 20 staff and obviously the bigger the business goes the more focused meetings we want to have but so today we're specifically going to talk about the all staff meeting and how you might run that, what you're going to look at in your business and some of the things that we do for that may or may not be effective. Now, you did mention that everyone runs them, but I actually, and this was many years ago, there was someone that I knew who had a VA that he had never, ever had a team meeting with. And I said to him, how do you know what she's doing? He's like, I don't. Yeah, that's so true though. Isn't it? A meeting is a good way to, you know, it's a forced communication. I have a client that's the same, the same. They've run their business for 10 years and, and until I came along, they hadn't run a team meeting. But the change in alignment and purpose that I'm now seeing as a result in that business, just from having a, a weekly catch-up and saying, this is what we're working on, this is the issues we're facing. You know, We talked last week about bottleneck registers and stuff as well. So, so valuable in actually getting anyone to a common purpose. Absolutely. They're really important for your culture. They're really great for your team to sort of realize what their biggest purpose is. But how do you know when your team meetings are successful, Tim? I think when when I see engagement, we talked a lot last week about culture. And I think when I know my team meetings are successful, A, when not everyone's yawning, for a start, <laughs> right? When everyone goes away feeling really empowered and I see the results of that in that commonality of purpose, mm. right? So when we see, you know, innovation, when we see work being done, when we see people enjoying what it is that they're doing, 
Yeah. Right. Through your other feedback mechanisms, I know that my team meetings are working. Yeah. So on that similar vein, what I noticed when we were running or what now we're running regular team meetings is that the team works better together. They understand the outcome and they understand how each of them plays into that outcome. And because they're, you know, they're there and I guess, and they're seeing each other and they know each other, they know that if they drop the ball, that it affects all of the rest of the team and myself. So having them understand that we're all in this together and not wanting to let each other down, that's certainly, you know, the outcome that we've seen. What is it you do get? You do know when they're working because you don't get the questions coming back and saying, what are we doing here today? What's my purpose? Why am I here? I think also that when everyone's understanding it, you've got that opportunity when you say, hey, are there any questions on this? If people don't really understand, they're actually going to raise their hand and go, yeah, I've got a question about that. I don't quite understand what you're asking me to do this week or what our purpose or objective is this week. Mm, Totally, totally. Let's talk about the structure of a team meeting or the structure that could be used, the structure that you use to make sure that the team meeting is purposeful. What's the first, I guess, agenda item? My first agenda item, and I will preface this by saying my team now have separate project meetings as well. We've actually taken a lot of our sort of day-to-day project work out into a separate meeting, Sam, and I know you've done that with your team as well. Mm. The first one is actually setting the purpose for the meeting. This is what we're here for today. This is what we're going to discuss. And I, in mind, not only sort of say, this is what the agenda for today's meeting is, but I go into reinforcing our business purpose and values. Mm-hmm. Now, at the moment, I'm doing that every week. I'm probably going to start to shift that more to a monthly thing, but I'll still have the agenda and saying, hey, team, this is what we're going to discuss today. And that, I think that sets the framework about whether people are in the right place or not. Absolutely. Everyone... At some point in their life has been to a meeting and they've just kind of sat there wondering like, what am I, <laughs> what am I here for? <laughs> what am I here for? I've got shit to do, right? Yeah. Right. So setting that agenda up front really sort of frames what the conversation is. It frames how the meeting is going to be conducted, how long it's going to go for. And, you know, it gives everyone on the same page about what to expect. Totally. The second thing, and this is something that you and I both do, is ask our team what their wins were. So it's all about celebrating wins and not just their professional wins and in their job or their role, but also their personal wins. Because, you know, as you and I were having a discussion prior to recording, the business or your job is only such a small part of your life. So it's really nice to celebrate wins with the team. Sometimes they're small or sometimes it's, you know, a team member having a new baby. We've had that happen three times in the last year. And they're, they're my favourite wins to celebrate is still new family members. <laughs> well, usually enough, when we start to share our personal wins as well, you know, like, oh, my God, I got was able to get out and visit friends this weekend or went to that new movie or whatever it happens to be, it actually makes people relatable. And that's a really important part of a team meeting is actually bringing people together with shared purpose and camaraderie. And by sharing personal wins in there as well. It actually makes people less robotic and more relatable to their other team members, which is exactly what we want from the team. We want them to be able to relate to each other. Absolutely. So once we've celebrated wins, then it's around housekeeping. So this is, we're really starting to get into the meats and potato of what needs to happen. This is things like holidays, 
client updates, which clients are coming on, which clients are stopping, milestones. Can you talk more into this one, Tim? Yeah, look, just announcements and say, hey, don't forget that Dave's going to be away for a week at the end of February. Okay, shit, I need a Dave at the end of February for a project, right? So, you know, it's making sure that everyone's kind of aware what's going on. If you as the owner, Sam, I know you're planning on taking some time out of your business shortly, right? But if you weren't going to communicate to that team and suddenly they've got an urgent project which requires your input while you're away, everything falls in a heap. But if if your team now are aware of those things that are going on, then maybe they can adjust accordingly or they'll ask you beforehand or they'll redo their schedule, right? And so those are, are super important things, I think, in actually making sure that everyone's aware of sort of, I guess, major impacts in the business, right? Yep. So you might talk about, we've got this event coming up, okay? Just be aware of that. Or we're doing this promotion for one of our partners in the next two weeks. And they go, oh my God, okay. I wasn't aware of those sorts of things, right? Again, nobody likes to feel like a mushroom. And by having this housekeeping, we've got some more updates. Yeah, this is something that we've been spending more time on in the last month as as COVID is moving through our team, making sure that each of the team members know who's on, who's off, what needs to be done because we've had to do a lot of wiggling and changing and lots of changing hours to make sure that we can still operate. So at some times, your housekeeping may take longer than it does at other times. Yep. One that I often put in at this stage of a meeting is actually a review of our KPIs. Now, it won't be every single KPI in the business. We're going to pick out a couple of key ones. But, you know, the team is working away and often they don't get to see the results of their work. And I think putting your KPIs in there is, is some, are really valuable to sort of look at, well, how many leads do we get this week? How many clients do we bring on? You know, did we make a profit? I'm actually... And, you know, this is potentially an area of controversy. I'm actually completely okay with sharing our financial results with our team. They know what they're working towards then. So in my team meetings, I certainly share KPIs, and I think that's an important thing to share. Often we have team members working in particular areas of the business, right? And they don't get to see the impact of what it is that they do and the relatedness of what it is they do on other parts of our business. So I think putting KPIs in here is a really important. Hey, um, so I put KPIs in my team meeting, Sam. Do you do that in yours? Do you share your business KPIs? We share some. I know that you share quite a lot. We don't share as many as you do. We talk about times, you know, the general times it takes to get tasks done or, you know, little bits and pieces, but we certainly don't share 12 different sets of KPIs, but it is a good way to review and ensure that we're able to improve things because you can't improve what you don't measure. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I would completely agree with that sentiment. The reason I share my KPIs is that I think that as team members, we often work in silos and we don't really recognize the impact that what we do on other parts of the business. And so how I break mine up, and I'm just picking two or three sort of key key indicators that sort of show us whether we're doing what we need to do or not, or what we're doing around lead generation, around nurture, around conversion, around onboarding, around customer experience, around admin sort of stuff. I do put financials into my KPIs. I think it's important that the team be aware that 
what they do has an impact on whether we're profitable or not. And so I do actually put a KPI. It's just a yes, no KPI on did we make a profit this week? And, you know, whether that maybe that gets them a bit concerned or not, but when we see that, yes, we can have that little win and say, yes, we made a profit. That's what we're here for, right? Yeah, totally. And it just brings that focus back to what's that shared purpose? What are we here for? Mm, Cool. So after we've reviewed KPIs, we talk about project updates. You know, what's new, what's coming up, what's the big things that we're working on? And I know this is something you discuss as well. This is to give the team context in what the big things that we're working on so that they can start to understand, all right, we can prepare for this new thing that's coming up. Yeah, I think, it's again, that's important, right? It's helping your team understand that they are one cog in a much bigger machine. And without that, without that cog, you know, these other things aren't going to happen. So, you know, it goes into sort of planning around who's going on leave, what am I doing? Oh, I've got a thing here that I'm doing that's going to impact that other project. I better speak up and mention that, right? And so doing those project updates, whether they be on a, you know, a whole of business scale or whether they're in a, this is my client that I'm working on, that's a sort of sub-meeting, those are really important in making sure we've got that open communication about what's happening in the business. Totally, totally. Next agenda item is actions and commitments. And this is around making sure that the team gets help with what they need, with what they don't understand, understanding the any obstacles or talking about any obstacles that they've had before and looking into the future and also measuring the success of projects. Yeah, I think this is the opportunity as you know, as the, the manager of a team, which we all are in, in some capacity, is actually as people say, look, this is my focus this week, this is what I'm working on, gives you that opportunity to go, oh, okay, well, you know, if you're working on that, I've got something that impacts that, right? So, you know, having that, again, that transparency about what everyone's working on and where their focus is, right, we can actually sort of start to help and get better results, right? Absolutely. And obviously that last one, and these two, I think, are, are largely interchangeable in terms of the structure that you might or the order you might put these in is actually coming back and looking at that, that bottleneck register. What's stopping us from doing what we need to do? What's the action or commitment we need to do to make sure that bottleneck doesn't happen again? Absolutely. So really having a structure in a team meeting ensures that all of our team know where we're heading, understands their each of their individual roles in the projects moving forward and ensures that the business is running smoothly and we've you know we've discussed any issues that may affect affect us as a team or individually moving forward one thing that i parting thought that i will leave with people is and why it's important to have a structure to your team meetings is that if you don't and you constantly making it up on the fly is that you may forget really important stuff mm. right having that structure gives you more organization means it's more repeatable, it's more processed, it's more systemized, all the good stuff that we want in our business. Right? It, mean, it also means that someone else can pick it up and run it if you're not there. Yeah. The one little thing I can add to that is when you've got a structure, the team knows that they can bring their questions to the table or anything to the table without even having to ask. And that's certainly what I've enjoyed about my team. They are forward thinking. They know if that's what the agenda is, they can bring things that the rest of us haven't, don't even know is happening or that haven't thought of. 
Okay, let's quickly recap those in structure. So put these in yours, adopt parts of it, throw it all out, but do when you are running team meetings, which we do recommend that you've got a structure to it. First is what's the purpose of the meeting? What's the agenda? Whether you're going to have a mission and values in there as well, up to you. Definitely celebrate the wins professionally and personally. Do some housekeeping. You know, what are the important updates that people should be aware of? Do you do your KPIs specific to whatever the purpose of that particular meeting is so we know whether we're on track and the bigger picture. Project updates that you're working on, any bottlenecks that might be coming up, and then actions and commitments for the following until the following meeting. Absolutely. So if you've enjoyed today's episode, please share, like it, and comment below. What did you get out of today's conversation and how has it helped you either start running team meetings or running your team meetings? been great to catch up with you today tim and thank you for listening we will see you next week when we're back for another episode ciao for now thanks for joining me for this episode of the influence by design podcast if you want more head over to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors and if you're looking to connect with other coaches and experts who are growing and scaling their business too come and join the Coaches Course Creators and Speakers group on Facebook. The links are all waiting for you over at samanthariley.global.